The views and opinions expressed on Unlock Your Wealth Radio are those of the host, guests, and callers only and are not necessarily the views of Unlock Your Wealth Radio, Heather Wagonalls, or Success Publishing International. More willpower than a barefoot woman in a shoe sale. Able to stretch a single paycheck for an entire month. Makes money concepts easier than third grade math. Introducing your purveyor of prosperity, Heather Wagonhalls. Work all day, stress all night. Take your mind off your money and focus on your life. Money don't matter for the stuff it bought. It's the way you think, not what you've got. Yeah. Unlock Your Wealth Radio starts now. Yes, get your money mind right here at Unlock Your Wealth Radio, which is sponsored in part by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at unlockyourwealthradio.com forward slash free book and click on the link to over 150,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Welcome to the show, everyone. I'm Heather Wagonhalls. Uh, I am flanked by our producer extraordinaire and the maestro of moolah, Michael Terry. Hey, folks. And we will help you get your money mind right on today's show with the following great features. First off, a moolah word of the day. We got a moolah word. We got a moolah word. We do. And we also have... A key. A key, which is... Uh, Take action and make assessment. Yes, sir. And then, in addition to that, we have a fabulously popular topic... We're going to talk about romance scams, right? Yes, because it's an unbelievably growing area of internet crime and um, scams. Yeah, you'll have to tell us some scenarios that are that are going down. It's super crazy. There's a whole section in my new book just about that, in Money, Credit, and You, How to Avoid Identity Theft, Frauds, and Scams. Yeah. We have a whole section on romance scams. On romance, cool. Yes, and it's part of the whole technology category, you know, because it's most of the time it's perpetrated online. So, hmm. kind of lumped it in there, uh, but anyway, yeah. So it's it's a, it's a crazy kind of thing. So we have so much to discuss on today's show. How about moolah word, shall we? Yeah, bring it on. Okay, our moolah word of the day is globalization. We know what that is. Scams have become globalized. Wouldn't you agree? Uh, globalization is the name for the process of increasing the connectivity and interdependence of the world's markets and businesses, as well as scam artists. That's my editorial embellishment, by the way. (laughs) This process has speeded up dramatically in the last few decades as technological advances make it easier for people to travel, communicate, and do business internationally. Two major recent driving forces are advances in telecommunications infrastructure and the growth of the internet. In general, as economies become more connected to other economies, they have increased opportunity but also increased competition. Thus, as globalization becomes a more and more common feature of world economics, powerful pro-globalization and anti-globalization lobbies have arisen. The pro-globalization lobby argues that globalization brings about much increased opportunities for almost everyone, and increased competition is a good thing since it makes agents of production more efficient. Two of the most prominent pro-globalization organizations are the World Trade Organization, the WTO, and the World Economic Forum, the WEF. Pretty nifty, huh? Yeah. 
pretty nifty. So uh, that is our investor word for the day. Uh, why don't we talk about this week's key, shall we? Yeah. Um, Which is? And you knew what it was, right? I told you what it was. <laughs> take, <laughs> take action, make assessment. Yay! Yes. So we are now in our second key in our Keys to Riches financial philosophy. And this is about going green and making an organic assessment of your finances. If you go to a traditional financial advisor, a traditional um, budget expert, a traditional money manager, they're going to look at what's going out, what's coming in, and they're going to tell you what to do. Trim this, cut that, increase this. And it's all about numbers. Yeah. It's all about the numbers. But when we do our organic assessment, we're looking behind the numbers because we want them to speak to us in a different way. We don't Because the problems that we have with money don't have anything to do with money. And I can tell you this for a fact because I work with celebrities, professional athletes, musicians, and actors and actresses. And let me just tell you that more money doesn't fix things. If it's broke, it's broke. And it doesn't matter how much money it is. If you're making $200 a month and you're spending $250, you're, not, you're having other than money problems. Right. If you make $2,000 or $20,000 or $250,000 a month and uh, you're spending $300, guess what? Your problem is not money. It's about effective decision-making, and that's all based on behavior. So if you want to learn more about this week's key and how you can deploy it in your own life to make an effective assessment to create a healthy savings and spending plan, please visit our website at keystoriches.com where you can catch the Keys to Riches powered by Unlock Your Wealth radio show where the whole show is dedicated to the key. And that way you can learn in its entirety how to deploy it in your own life to create financial freedom and get your money mind right so your wealth and happiness will follow. So uh, so that's it for Moolah Word and our key. So let's talk romance scams. So, you know, there has been a legitimate way to um, meet people before the internet. Even if you went the magazine route and got a mail order bride, there yeah. were mm-hmm. ways to get married. But, but that was kind of like, you know, part of the scam. You know, how many people have promised love and manipulated people mm-hmm. and been able to, you know, get them out of tons of money, bilk them for yeah. tons of money? Yeah. Um, the reason why romance scams are so effective is because it uses your own biological responses against you. Mm-hmm. Now, the challenge with a romance scam is it's certainly not like a pickpocket. It's not instant gratification. It takes a while. It requires an investment of your time and Mm -hmm. skill as a con artist in order to perpetrate one of these scams. And so um, let's just talk about the change in numbers, okay? Um, Because this is what is become so scary. As we become more dateless and desperate, as women put their careers first as opposed to marriage and family, the dating scene has changed just because of women in the workforce taking a more active role in their lives. So you couple that now with technology 
and you are really able to do some significant damage. So in 2011, the IC3, which is the Internet Crime Control Center, um, the IC3 received over 5,600 complaints of romance scams. Wow. 5,600. Oops. And now I just blipped this thing away. Eek. 5,600. Uh, yes. Press room. There we go. Looking for love in all the wrong There we go, annual reports. Gosh. So I just gave you that number for 2011. Right. So now let's reflect. Here we go. Been hanging around me too long. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) All right. So now I'm scrolling down to the numbers. So... Crime types. Where are we here? Romance scams. So we went, what did I say, 11,000? 5,600. 5,600. I'm sorry. 56. 5,600. 5,600. Now, just four years later, okay, are you ready for this? I'm ready. It more than doubled. 12,509 people filed. Wow. These are of the people that have filed. So think about how many people didn't file because they were just ashamed or embarrassed. Wow. Okay. So, and and men are less likely to file than women mm-hmm. because men feel like they should know more. Women, makes, are, women are quicker to respond. That makes sense. But women usually get taken for more money. Oh. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, that is interesting. So we went from... Uh, 15 million in losses in four years, we went over $203 million in just four years. Wow. We doubled the complaints, but we more than tripled the losses. Man. So it's frightening what's going on out there. A lot of suckers. Yes, but we need to talk about... How how this goes down. And and like I said, if you want like the full scoop, you got to get my book, Money, Credit, and You, How to Avoid Identity Theft, Frauds, and Scams. Because I do a whole section on romance scams because it is such a popular category and it has to do with confidence schemes, uh, confidence games or, you know, con scams, you know, con artists. Um, because that's what they have to do. They have to create a level of trust and rapport before you're going to open that wallet. Because you wouldn't just give some hot, cute guy on the street money. And I'm kind of more speaking to women than men because, you know, women um, <laughs> typically, well, I, not for any other particular reason, but but women fall victim to this more. Um, you know, because the reality is we've put our careers in front of our families. You know, we haven't worried about falling in love as we have been for providing for ourselves. And so it's taken us longer. Remember, you know, the uh, women work twice as long to be considered half as much a man, Mm. you know? Mm -hmm. And when we do start having kids, that takes away from our long-term overall financial plan because we're just not contributing as much or as often or if at all. Maybe we just stop working totally. Um, and uh, to raise our children, and and so that that alters your financial plan and alters your ability to to achieve financial freedom, and then to have it pulled away from you so quickly, you know. 
Um, the, this one report, um, I think we featured it on an update. This woman was taken for over three hundred thousand dollars. Three hundred thousand dollars, one woman, and she never met the guy. How did how did face this, to face? Could you could you in twenty five words or less say how that happened? Well, I can say how that. I'm going to tell us how it happened. Oh, you. But are. it's going to take me more than twenty five words. Oh, I, th- I thought I thought you were not going to. That wasn't you were going. You were not going to specify what what exactly happened. Oh. No, I'd be happy to share that with cool. everybody. Uh, because what we have to do is we have to understand, the bi- because this is a biology-based money management show, we have to understand what happened biologically yeah. that affected this woman's judgment. Because clearly this is poor judgment. Yeah. You know, at that dollar amount. So so here's here's what we need to know. So if we think in terms of my Three Amigos model for information processing – um, and we haven't, if you haven't heard that, been listening to the show long enough, I'll go through that briefly. But when we understand information processing from a brain and biological perspective, then we can see how the scam gets perpetrated. Okay. So we have to remember the most powerful drug on the planet is love. Love is a drug. And people get addicted to love. Yes, ma'am. I mean, didn't Huey Lewis sing a song about that? Um, or was it Huey Lewis? Who's addicted to love? Uh, oh, Robert Plant. Robert, Robert Palmer. Robert Palmer. Robert Palmer. Right. There you go. Addicted to love. You're addicted to love. There you go. <laughs> exactly. So um, because it's so powerful, even when you – think about – your first puppy love or your most intense crush or love. Maybe it wasn't even love. Maybe it was just infatuation. But you had these feelings physiologically that led you to do or say stupid things. Okay. You know, um, I remember, you know, I got in trouble for ditching out of a class to go meet this boy and spend time. We were, we were in this like smart people camp and there's this really cute kid. And we went and we went and had lunch together. We left the, the, we left the hotel. I was, you know, we were like 14 or something and we left the hotel and went to another hotel across the street for, for uh, a, a lunch. We yeah. just ditched everybody, you know, and I got in big trouble when I get back, but I didn't care because this cute boy gave me his phone number. He went to a different school. I was all excited. <laughs> like, Oh my God, this boy likes me. Look at, look at the hell I did. <laughs> you moved all the way across the country for love. Jeez. You know, so well, so you understand how powerful it is. Absolutely. Okay. So um, let's talk about the Three Amigos model of information processing so you understand what goes on, and then we'll talk a little bit more about the romance scam itself. You are listening to Unlock Your Wealth Radio, this part of our broadcast is brought to you by KeepMyID.org, the only service that actually prevents identity theft. All others are just monitoring services. Put your credit on lockdown with their special offer for Unlock Your Wealth Radio listeners. Today, visit... Um, visit uh, did I already say the website? <laughs> visit UnlockYourWealthRadio.com forward slash KeepMyID and click on the link. Wow. 
<laughs> use promo code. Remember to use promo code WAGS. <laughs> oh, my God. That was funny. It was. I just totally like, you know what happened? Because it's so autopilot that I actually interrupted the autopilot by thinking about it. Yeah. yeah. If I just would have let it go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'd be halfway into the scam oh, yeah. right now. <laughs> it's, like, it's like singing a song and you start thinking about the lyrics. I what, know. Instead of just letting it come up. come up. Yeah, there, that that throws off that, you know, four levels of learning that we talked about in the last show. Uh, so, um, yes. So when we think, I, I call them the three amigos. And if anybody has seen that movie with Steve Martin, Chevy Chase, and uh, Martin Short, it's super funny, number one. And the three amigos, I kind of took it from a movie because when I talk about how emotions play, when I talk about a different part of the brain in a different book I'm writing, um, and I talk about the Magnificent Seven individually, you know, they're kind of goofy. And sometimes they can come together and work well, um, but sometimes they don't work so well together. And so that's kind of where I came up with the three amigos because ideally – they're friendly, but because we're a biology-based thinking system that we that and, and our biology affects our ability to think critically, we have to be aware of what's going on. And so this is the best way to describe it as little people doing things. I need to come up with like a little cartoon strip. That's what I need to do of the three amigos. Yeah, yeah. To illustrate it. So imagine, so the brain evolved in this fashion. So imagine, um, you know, the three amigos are the three different areas of the brain. That, that most people refer to um, as the survival brain, the uh, mammalian brain, and our large, uh, a logic critical thinking brain. And they evolved in that order. So imagine if you had a one-room house, and then you put on a second story, you'd need an elevator to get up there. And then you put on a third story on top of that. And so then the elevator can go all the way up. But we have to remember that even though the last brain is technically the most sophisticated, we don't think with that brain first. We still have to go. If we want to be logical, we have to take the elevator up, okay? And when information comes into our brains, whether it's a self-generated thought like, hmm, maybe I should go to the mall today, okay? Or maybe it's something in our environment. Oh my gosh, that car looks like it's driving the wrong way. On, on, it's going the wrong way uh, on a one-way street. You know, so whether we observe it in our environment or we think about it, we process information the same way each and every time. So the first brain is what I call our survival, or, or what is called the survival brain. I call the I do. And if you think about it, it's two things. It's I do, meaning it's an action taking part of our brain. And the I do also stands for initial decision officer. So imagine, if you will, this military guy and his whole job is to keep you safe and alive. Okay. So it's about physical safety. And so he is going to fight, freeze, or flee if the incoming stimulus is strong enough that he perceives it as a threat. So he has this natural negativity bias by nature because he's looking for threats, okay? Mm -hmm. And so if something does not threaten him in a negative way or on the flip side of things, drive him towards pleasure because we have two drives, away from pain and towards pleasure, 
Um, and if he's not driven towards pleasure in some way, maybe it's some sort of like ice cream indulgence or sex, or in this case with romance scams, love. It's a very toward moving emotion. So if we have been triggered in any way, if we, um, if the stimulus sends us in one direction other one direction or another he's going to start dumping hormones and he's going to change our physiology to either move toward that or move away from it you know so in in the event of pleasure and romance of course it's a move toward kind of thing cuz love is intoxicating it feels good it's amazing to be in love isn't it absolutely so so of course we're going to move through those experiences, you know, you hear people when they have um, affairs and they get caught and they're like, well, why? And t- someone says, well, I don't know what came over me. Well, I do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the I do did. Yeah. <laughs> the I do did is what happens is the initial decision officer said, go towards this. Yeah. And he did not allow that thought to rise up to logic. Larry to say, hey, remember, you're married. There's a band on your left hand for a reason. <laughs> No, Logic Larry wasn't even brought into the picture because we couldn't send the elevator up. Never got to him. Never got to him. And that's why it happened. So let's say that we are not threatened. We're not overly enticed. That stimulus can then go into the elevator and rise up to the second level, which is our mammalian brain or our emotional brain. And this is where our memories and emotions are stored. And I refer to this part, this part of our brain as the... Um, crazy curmudgeon because he is driven by emotion and he responds to emotions and memory. He also has the ability to pull that emergency button on the elevator to keep the stimulus from going all the way up to where it'll make sense. So if something seems like it didn't seem threatening to the I do and it got up to the curmudgeon but he has a memory like let's say a bunch of kids approaching you isn't that big a deal right the I do is like oh well it's just a bunch of kids right but then the curmudgeon gets the stimulus and he's like oh wait a minute the last time a bunch of kids like this surrounded me they gave me a power wedgie and hugged me from the tree hung me from the tree at, at band camp and so that's not very pleasurable and so now so he can say whoa 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 and he can pull that emergency cord or the, the emergency button on the elevator, and then he can start a biological biological response also to fight, freeze, or flee. Only if we are not catapulted in any particular direction from either the I do or the crazy curmudgeon, and both have natural negativity biases, can we get to be logical? And that's where we get up to the third floor and visit Logic Larry. Okay, so Logic Larry can be rational, reasonable, but only to the extent that he has information to evaluate. And it's difficult for him to be objective, especially if we have memories from whether they're positive or negative, but whether we have memories that are coloring our experience Mm -hmm. um, or if we're dealing with uh, survival and instinctive issues coloring it. This isn't safe. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't feel good. Um, this, this is uncomfortable for me. And just because it's uncomfortable doesn't necessarily mean it's bad, but, but our survival brain can't make the decision to explore more Mm -hmm. if it gets catapulted into a bunch of hormones. And so while all of us know better, 
than to get involved and sucked into a romance scam and wire somebody 3,000 miles away money. We do it anyway because that part of our brain that says that's wrong, hey, dummy, don't do that, you can't even access that part of your brain. It's biologically impossible. So we can only go off of what's been either pre-programmed through DNA, and that's to run from saber-toothed tigers or run toward pleasurable things, you know, uh, or that we've trained ourselves to do the particular activity like driving in rain. You know, that's kind of an emergent situation. Mm-hmm. So so unless it's been pre-programmed in and we've been able to practice it over and over, we won't have the tools to effectively respond. You know, they say you do not rise to the occasion. You default to your training. And if you haven't trained for it, you, you, you're going to have I do's and curmudgeons making your decisions and yeah. not logic Larry's. So that's how we fall for these scams because love is such a powerful drug. And when we're so desperate to be loved and somebody pays attention to us, okay, it's like giving us just like a few hits of that marijuana drug, you know, or whatever it is, shows you how much I've done. None. I don't even know how to, how to give a, a good analogy, but, you know, we just want a little taste of it, you know, and then when we get a little bit, we want more. And so our longing and our anticipation kicks in. And a lot of times with addiction for folks, because that first high uh, is never achievable. And that's why people get sucked in having to do more and more, diminishing marginal utility. You have to do more and more for less and less. And so, so what happens is the anticipation is greater than the realization. And so just like it applies to regular drugs and substances, it also applies in the case of love, is we have this big challenge of being objective. And so that's how we are set up so easy. So what they do is they start building rapport. So, so that's why it happens, is because you know we can shunt blood to that area of the brain to keep us from being logical, reasonable. Because when you're in love, you don't want to give up that feeling. Um, and uh, there's also a lot more that goes into it that has to do with languaging and semantics and all that stuff. So that's why you should get my book, Money, Credit, and You, How to Avoid Identity Theft, Frauds, and Scams at moneycreditandyou.com or Amazon or wherever books are sold. You need to be able to, to um, if you want to read it in depth, to really truly understand it. Because there's a lot more that goes into it. But for the purposes of our discussion, that's why it happens. So what happens is you meet these people and they start building rapport with you. And then they talk about coming out to see you and then then they have to borrow money for some reason. Oh, this went, oh, I don't get paid yet. Can you wire me some money? I'll pay you when I see you. And so you have no reason at this point to doubt that that person's not coming until they miss the plane flight. And then you have issues. And this one woman got sucked in for $300,000 because he kept saying he was coming and he was, but he was cashing in the plane tickets mm. she was buying. Yeah, so he was getting that money too. And he, he managed to really swindle her out of a whole lot of things. So what we have to do, because we don't want to throw the baby out with the bathwater because, you know, internet dating has worked for a few of my friends. You know, my brother met his current wife. Yeah. Um, 
you know, online. And one of my longest, dearest friends met his wife online. So there is value and it, you can find a love connection on the internet, yeah, yeah. but you just have to be wary. And so take that image that's posted as their, their profile picture and do an image search and see how many come up. And if it's consistent over the internet, because, you know, I mean, we set up a bogus profile on social media just to prove a point, And we took pictures from, you you know, some Scandinavian models from some other country, and we just edited them slightly, reversed the images, changed some colors, and made it and tilted the picture so you couldn't hmm. do an image search um, because, you know, they usually just go straight on. But you do an image search and find out whose names come up wow. and, and, and start there and then start verifying the information, you know. Um, and you don't have to just use the internet to do that. You can use other third-party sources. Pick up the phone to call to verify things. Um, you have a Facebook. Do you have a Facebook page? Yeah, but those are easy to spoof. Like I said, we've created yeah. a bunch of different personas just to okay. prove our point when it comes to okay. scams and solicitating uh, and social um, uh, social engineering uh, scamming. Um, so it's pretty crazy the things that you can do, but we have so much more. Uh, so you just need to, uh, visit our website at moneycreditandyou.com to find out the latest scams and how they're perpetrated so you can stop them in your tracks. Yeah. That's it for today's show. For more great resources, visit unlockyourwealthradio.com for the show, uh, and the maestro of moolah, Michael Terry. I'm Heather Wagonhalls. Now go out and unlock your wealth today. UnlockYourWealthRadio.com is produced by Heather Wagonhalls and the Unlock Your Wealth Foundation. UnlockYourWealthRadio.com and its affiliates are copyrighted 2016 with all rights reserved. For more information on the Keys to Riches Financial Wellness Series, please visit our website at www.unlockyourwealth.com. It's the way you